Welcome to Spoonful of Sugar Podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. This is episode 106. Hello, everybody. This is episode 106 for the week of March 24th, 2019. Miss Amy, lovely to see you on this dreary day. I know. Dreary. It's supposed to be spring, but it still looks like snow. And here in the Midwest, we still have snow piles. I know we have snow piles, but you know where they do not have them. Disney. Walt Disney World. And you know who is ending up her trip right now and heading back home? Oh, your oldest daughter. My oldest daughter, who we call Belle on this show. I did not actually name her after a Disney princess, so don't worry. (laughs) That's your first mistake. (laughs) (laughs) So she and some friends from college, they're on college spring break, and they are wrapping up their trip. They're spending... Was it four nights, five nights at Animal Kingdom Lodge? That's awesome. So fun. Uh, dr- driving down there, they're going to be driving back. So tomorrow they'll be, by the time you hear this episode, they will be back at college. But it sounds like they've been having a wonderful trip, been able to see their photos on the app, of course. And just so many good eats. Sent. Oh, so many good eats. It's during Flower and Garden. And just being able to be there with your girlfriends. A lot of fun. Who doesn't want to be there with their girlfriends? I know. Maybe we should take that idea. Oh, maybe we should go next Mm, month. mm. So I know some of the things they did. First of all, they made matching shirts. That's awesome. (laughs) And they're very cute. And they said, you've got a friend in me. Oh, I love that. And each of them had a different color, though. Oh, that's super cool. So it's not totally matchy-matchy, but very sweet. And I think they were hanging out with a friend of theirs who is down there doing the college program right now. Oh, very cool. So you've got, I mean, my daughter Belle is enough of an expert just because we drag her down there so often. But you've got somebody who's actually a cast member giving you all the ins and outs. Was she able to hook them up with anything special that you know of? I don't know. The one thing I heard of, which kind of not special, but kind of magical too. They were on the Hollywood... Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. (laughs) I never ride this thing, so evidently (laughs) the name has escaped me. The Hollywood Tower of Terror and... As uh, you kn- maybe you don't know if you have written it before, but you are on, in an elevator which will suddenly have major drops back and forth. So if you're into that thing, you go for it. So they're in their elevator, they're waiting, and evidently there were mechanical issues of some type. Long story short, they had to be evacuated out of the thing using a step ladder. What? <laughs> that doesn't seem like very Disney-ish. Well, you gotta keep people out. You gotta get people out. I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know what would be Disney-ish, but that just seems so... It, it does. It breaks the magic. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to turn the lights on. So she was saying how Aww. weird it was to see everything with the lights, like, really on. And yeah. And evacuating through a stepladder. I've had to evacuate Winnie the Pooh. And you're, like, walking along... Really? You know, where the, the cars would go, the little honeypots. <laughs> it, it is. It's just weird. That but it's is kind weird. of interesting, too, when you've done it the other way so many times, yeah. just to have that new experience. Anyhow, so they were still able to ride because they put them on another elevator. I think after that point, I might be like, okay, I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't wanting to ride it in the first place, yeah, that might be the end for you. But they did want to ride it. So they were put onto a different elevator, still got the ride, and then Disney gave them two free fast passes. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I do love how Disney makes up for 
Yeah, tries to, to keep that customer experience magical. Yeah. Because that does a lot. It's, it's really no skin off Disney's nose, and it just makes the people that much happier. Yeah, and, yeah. for sure. I didn't realize, too, after we signed up for Jedi training one time, because mm-hmm. that takes a lot of time at the beginning mm. of your day, right at Road Drop, when it's like that oh, prime yeah. time to yeah. get into rides, yeah. that they give you a fast pass. Nice. To make up for the time that you spent I love that. Doing that. Mm-hmm. That's very magical. Very magical. Very Disney. Good. Well, I hope that Belle has a safe trip home. I do, too. They're driving. Such a long trip. Such a long trip. But if they can all rotate. Well, there'll be a couple of drivers, so hopefully That's good. it'll help keep things okay. going. All right. Well, safety to them. Bon voyage. And have a magical day. Yes. So, Pamcakes, we are doing March news today. Woo! All the news All judged by your favorite podcasters. And just in time because it's the very end of the month. <laughs> Nothing like squeaking in at the last minute. Should we judge ourselves for being a little late? But we're still within the month. So, so I say thumbs up thumbs for up. us. Thumbs up for us for you doing March news. Well. <laughs> All right, Pam. So our first story uh-huh. for March news is all about Epcot. Nice. Love that So, part. yeah. I, I do, too. Is it your... F- no, you like Hollywood Studios. No, I think my favorite is probably Magic Kingdom. Okay, okay. And then... Uh, yeah, I don't... It, it rotates a lot. Okay. But it's hardly ever Animal Kingdom. <laughs> oh, I love Animal Kingdom. Okay, well, getting back on track, we're All talking right. about Epcot. Mm-hmm. Because Epcot is going through some transformations in Good. the near future. Oh, it needs it. Needs some updates. Major updates. So, Pam Cake. Mm-hmm. Pam Cakes. You're more than one. You're like a multitude. <laughs> okay, you're losing it, woman. Back I think so. Epcot, yeah. Okay, so you know how when you walk into Epcot and mm-hmm. there's all those stones that are called, they have people's little pictures and names on them? The tombstones. The tombstones. Uh, that's not their Which, official name, but it's, really. It's actually called Le- Leave a Legacy Photos. <laughs> and the legacy is they look like tombstones for giants. <laughs> I think you're losing it. <laughs> We're both losing it. What's happening here? <laughs> I, I think I'm just being factual. They look like tombstones for giants. They're not attractive. There's not enough greenery around there. Right, it's just right. slabs and slabs of concrete. True. Not attractive. Well, Disney is finally getting on board with your train of thought and Good. saying these are not beautiful anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to move these tombstones mm-hmm. slash leave a legacy photos (laughs) and we're going to move them into a beautiful setting quote just outside the park's gateway correct me if i'm wrong pam but this is like where are the buses and all all of this is so i'm not sure that's really any more of a beautiful location but at least it's not right i'd rather have them with the buses than have them right as you enter the park because right now you enter and it's just field of concrete field of concrete right and maybe that was the quote future look they were looking for back in you know 1982 when the park opened but really people no no. Well, now you're going to get your green space Yay! because now they're moving the giant tombstones out mm-hmm. and they are going to, okay, this is from Disney Parks website. Uh-huh. Um, there's going to be a plaza. It will welcome guests with new pathways, sweeping green spaces, and a newly reimagined fountain. Lovely. The artwork they've shown, the concept art. Yes. Fabulous. Love it. It does look beautiful. It does. And I'm all for it. 
that place needed help. Yes. So it'll be kind of a nicer, fresher entrance. Mm-hmm. But there's also some other things going on for Epcot okay, as well. Okay, talk about it. Talk about it. Okay, so there's another... There's a pavilion. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a play pavilion, quote, unlike anything you've ever seen at the park. Okay, that's a little over the top, people. I didn't say a Disney did. I know, I'm saying they're being a little over the top. (laughs) Disney is always over the top. Well, that is true. Yeah. This new space will be devoted to playful fun and feature an innovative city that'll come to life under the dome of the unnamed pavilion, (laughs) previously known as Wonders of Life. Are they giving us anything here? It's just going to be the most marvelous thing that we haven't thought up yet. I love how Disney puts out like story, like news stories, but it's like the most vague. It's like a a shell of a news story with nothing inside. There is no substance here. Exactly. Okay, so thumbs down on that because there's no substance. Thumbs up to the writers that have to (laughs) like (laughs) somehow create a magical story based on nothing. Because they're told being told you gotta write the story. Gotta make it sound good. So they are doing their very best. They are being magical, but once you stop and look at it. There's no news. You're like, what do we actually know? There's a play pavilion. It's going to be the most marvelous thing ever that you've ever, ever seen. Yes. Unlike anything. (laughs) So, okay. So new play pavilion, new front entranceway area with greenery and a new fountain. Nice. And then last but not least, a new experience (gasps) center. Ooh. This experience center will be located in the Odyssey Events Pavilion and feature interactive exhibits to help visualize park projects throughout this unprecedented period of transformation. Yeah. So basically, mock-ups and Mm -hmm. diagrams. Little dioramas with the fake trees. Right. Showing us what Disney is building because construction is so exciting and fun. Oh my gosh. Okay, no. Once again, the fancy writing. We appreciate that, but really, we're just going to open this building so you can come in and see construction projects. I no. do say that that is such an underutilized building. Oh, yes. Uh, I didn't even know which what this building was until mm-hmm. you told me, yes. oh, it's where the first aid center is, and there's bathrooms over there, which we've definitely used those. But this building just serves no purpose other than that. It, right now, it really feels like most of future worlds serves no purpose i mean you just yeah. go through there it's not futury it's very concrete and you feel like there are a ton of empty buildings doing nothing so, yeah yeah so right now they're just describing more empty buildings and how they will have something at some point yes yes so once again yay for the fancy writing but as far as actual news we're not being told much so no Mm-mm. thumbs down <sighs> i give it i give it a thumbs up for the for the concept of the entrance area. Yes. Moving yes. the quote-unquote tombstones. Yes. And getting in the greenery and the fountain. I, yes. I do give all of that a thumbs yes. up. Yes, big thumbs up for that part. And the interactive play experience, we'll have to... I don't know if I'm sold on that yet. Because yeah. if I'm at Epcot... In fact, if I'm like anywhere and there's a playground, but there's like other things, I'm like, we are not... Wasting time. Wasting time at the playground. At exactly. The zoo yeah. that we, I used to take my kids to when they mm-hmm. were little, it had playgrounds there. And then they're like, we want to go. I'm like, no, we're at the zoo. We're here to see the animals. Okay. Amy is like <laughs> blowing out our levels now, screaming about playgrounds. <laughs> well, I just don't understand the purpose of a playground at Epcot. 
Maybe it's for those kids who just need to get that energy out and who do not like World Showcase because they're young and they don't if know anything, any better yet. If anything, they should do like, I hope that there uh, are like splash pads and things because uh, that that actually yeah. I would go for because it can get brutally hot. It can, but then you're getting your kids all wet and sopping and you have to drag them around That's all day. That's true. That is true. There's no easy win. There's no easy win. Maybe a play, playground within air conditioning. Oh, like an inner bubble <laughs> playground. For that. Okay, yes, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> okay, Pam, our next story mm-hmm. is all about this new experience that came to the Magic Kingdom. So we're going to go from Epcot to Magic Kingdom. Yay. And it's a VIP tour. Mm-hmm. It is called, hold on, I'm finding it here Taste of Magic Kingdom. Yep. VIP tour. So evidently this is a three-hour tour going around Magic Kingdom. You get a bunch of treats and snacks and some behind-the-scenes looks at diff- different things. Um, yeah, I I don't know. First of all, well, first of all, I have never done a tour of any sort. Really? That actually surprises me. Yeah, it kind of surprises me too, considering, you know, we claim to be the fancy people. Have never done a tour. At some point, I absolutely want to, especially things like backstage magic, um, there are just a number of them that I think would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think you'd like the ones at, at Animal Kingdom. Oh, yes. Feeding, the caring for giants or feeding yeah, the giants, something like yeah. that. Uh, those are not the same giants who have the tombstones, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, Pam. <laughs> These would be living giants, which is just a fancy name for elephants. So I want to at some point, but I'm a little afraid of them taking away some of the magic from me because you Uh go backstage and behind the scenes which Mm -hmm. can be interesting once you've done it all and seen it all but I'm kind of like you know the five-year-old who still wants to keep the magic alive and pretend that that it's you know pixie dust I get that making all this happen sure yeah 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 so just so our listeners know this taste of the magic kingdom tour like you said it's a three-hour tour it's 99 i was just thinking that (laughs) i was telling myself amy don't start singing that don't start i I had to give myself a little talk is it hosted by gilligan and the skipper yes and marianne (laughs) can i be ginger (laughs) sure you are so fancy uh so this tour is 99 dollars a person which is not bad in disney terms not bad in disney terms yes yes in disney mm-hmm. terms. but again like you would have to buy park admission yeah and then on top of it it's <laughs> the 99 yeah. yeah 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 so here's here's the stops that they went to to try different foods they mm-hmm. go to tony's town square theater um for mickey cinnamon bun skipper canteen for buffalo chicken spring rolls and schweitzer falls slush mm-hmm Aloha Isle refreshments for Dole Whip. Oh, that's well, you could get that anytime, though. Well, I mean, you could, I think, get any of any these. Any of these but anytime. It's just you're, you're touring. Yeah. Yeah. Tortuga Tavern for a piece of turkey leg. Good okay, thing they don't give you the whole thing. I'm saying, what does that mean? A piece of so they just like rip off leg. a chunk. You just get like a chunk of <laughs> a chunk of a turkey leg. Uh, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Liberty Square for popcorn. Popcorn. I mean, really? I know. Do I need a VIP tour for popcorn? Right. Right. Mm. Gaston's Tavern for gray stuff. Outside of Gaston's Tavern. Oh, outside. <laughs> nope, we can't go in, folks. <laughs> um, Prince Eric's Village Market for the Mermaid Donut. That actually, actually sounds pretty. good. And I I've seen pictures of that. Very pretty. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then Tomorrowland Terrace for a secret <laughs> food sampling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This does not seem... 
I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think the big deal behind it is not really necessarily the food itself, because like you said, any of these items you could just walk up and buy just right. as a guest in the park. Uh-huh. The, the fancy part of it just comes from like the VIP tour background where they actually take you into some of these locations, kitchens and restaurants and kind of give you some background insider info. And I guess being able to speak to the chefs, like if you're a foodie, that could be, mm-hmm. you know, really interesting just to see what their work like a life is like and how they develop the recipes and sure all that good kind of stuff. So, yeah. But I think the main takeaway from this article that we're reading on WDWinfo.com is that the author says she does not, while she did enjoy like the food, she mm-hmm. doesn't feel that kind of that extra all those extra factoids really made it worth a $99 tour. I'm not overly impressed just from what we have read. Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be more magic, more sparkle, more pixie dust of some sort. Make that happen, Disney. More pixie dust. Yeah, more, more, more. (laughs) Definitely. Okay, you know what is not magical and has zero pixie dust? What? The fact that Disney World has recently increased the theme park and parking prices, as they are wont to do far too often. I don't like this story. I don't either. Let's just thumbs down. Thumbs down. That's it. That's all we have to say. Thumbs down. (laughs) Thumbs down. Because didn't they just? We did a story very recently about them raising the prices of tickets and annual passes. Yes. Talk about how that influenced you. Yes. Uh, Like I literally will not be able to afford to go anymore. And you know me, I'm frugal. So this is it, 2019, the year of your Disney career. This is the end of my Disney career. I'm gonna like overdose with Disney and then just do a hard cutoff. Amy, we still got this podcast (laughs) to do, woman. If you have no more information about Disney, if someone wants to sponsor me, then I will continue to go to Disney. So for so it says here for the park hopper. Right. Pretty much everything they've increased it by five dollars. So not a ton. Okay. But in the whole scheme of things, if you increase everything by $5, Disney is yeah. raking in like millions more dollars. So Seriously. like Park Hopper from a one day went from 60 or it went from 55 to 60. Two and three day tickets went from 65 to 70. And then four to 10 day tickets, that doesn't make sense, are now up from 75 to 80. That's to add the hopper. Oh, to add the hopper. Right. Okay. And additionally... Change in preferred parking. Huh. So it was 45 for the regular season. That's and pe- a lot of money. Yeah. For one day of parking. Now, well, now it's 50. Yeah. Because it was 45. 50 bucks just for parking? It's worse <sighs> than Chicago. It is. So basically, we just give thumbs down. Yep. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love All right. that one. It's easy. Moving on to the next story. Pam, we have something that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. that Disney is announcing that they're going to be making provisions for kids with disabilities. Love that. Now this article we're getting from InsideTheMagic.com. .net. .net. Thank you. And specifically it's focusing on Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. So you know Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is just going to be a mess of humanity. Yeah. A mess of humanity. And so I guess the the idea behind the story is that Disney is coming right out and saying, well, first of all, if you go on to any Disney World, probably Disneyland too, I'm guessing, website, 
right at the top of it. Big warning. Hey, we're opening up Galaxy's Edge. It's going to be crowded. We don't guarantee that you can get in. No guarantees, people. Yeah. No guarantees. I wonder if they're somehow going to monitor, like, just crowd control oh, yeah. into Galaxy's yes. Edge. Yeah. So, like, A... Step A, you have to actually get into Hollywood Studios. Yes. Step yes. B, you actually have to get into Galaxy's Edge. Yes. That's what they did, I believe, for both Toy Story Land and probably Pandora as well. <sighs> this is so, and those were much, you know, nowhere near the fan base that this has. This is going to be a Cuckoo mess of people. for Cocoa Puffs. There you go. So, Pam Cakes, this article, again, specifically talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. And it's also specifically linking to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm, mm -hmm. um, so it's saying that they they will probably have special access. So my Good. guess, and I'm just surmising here, yeah. is that they might do like an early park opening, or not early, I mean just an early opening for Galaxy's Edge before the crowds of people start coming in. Yeah. Um, to allow for maybe some Make-A-Wish, mm -hmm. or... Or just keep a certain number of designated slots open for Make-A-Wish mm -hmm. families so that sure. you know they will absolutely be able to, to get in and experience, experience. Yeah, that's a huge part of going to Disney World. Yep. They should definitely have the opportunity to do that as they're on a Make-A-Wish trip. Ooh, that's going to be Galaxy's Edge. I just... but, but I say thumbs up because yeah, Disney oh, yeah. is trying to make sure this is magical for these uh, kids and their families as well. For sure. Woman, well, this next story screams you. So you need to be talking about it. Okay. <laughs> Do you know Rafiki's Planet Watch? I have heard of it. Have I ever been? No. Uh, you go ahead. Okay. So it's an animal kingdom. Uh-huh. And basically there is a trail you can take down that will get you to a train mm -hmm. that you hop on board. We did this once. Mm -hmm. And the train will take you over to basically the center where it has like hands-on experience with the animals, kind of like a petting zoo type area. And then they have a building where you can, it's all about animals. So they have like animal talks or you can watch a vet like working on one of the animals with like through a big mm -hmm. you know, glass window or whatnot. So that is currently down. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize that the last time I went there, we were like, oh, let's do Rafiki's Planet Watch. And we walk over there and there's a like big rope blocking mm -hmm. it off. Nope, sorry, you are obviously not going here. Mm -hmm. But guess what? They're gonna reopen it this summer. So they don't have an actual date. Okay. From what I, from what I can gather here of when it's going to reopen. Mm -hmm. But they're going to have the Wildlife Express, and which is like the train that gets you out there. Okay. And the area will include a few new enhancements, and it's all kind of Lion King themed, which That's I nice. love. Sure. Bring mm -hmm. in the IP. That yep. works for me. So it'll still have the animal encounters. People getting germs all over themselves because oh, of the animals. Oh, Pam, here we go. And people watching blood and guts of animals during the animal surgeries. At least you're behind glass, I assume, oh, for that Pam. part. Well, you I, are. I'm saying right off the bat, this is thumb in the middle ground for me. Oh, because it's, Pam it does not appeal to me personally, but I realize like there are people like you. Yeah. Lovely Amy, who I love. And you love the animals. So I love them. That's good for you. You go on over there, and that will take people further away from Flight of Passage, <laughs> which is where I will be. <laughs> oh, pancakes. Well, I give this two thumbs up because I I liked Rafiki's Planet Watch when we uh -huh. did it before, but I definitely like the more the idea of more theming, specifically uh -huh. Lion King, and mm -hmm. we know that they're coming out with a live action version of Lion they King. Are. So Lion King is getting like more and more attention. Lion King's always a winner. You had the Broadway production mm -hmm. and 
I mean, you can't. The show go, is amazing there. Oh, you just uh. can't go wrong with Lion King. So I love it that they're theming it all like this, and it's going to have some of the same same thing so you're not going to miss it about you know disney's really big on on animal care and conservation and things like that so this is totally up their alley yes and they're just freshening up which i think is always a good thing just don't let anybody pet the lions i think that's a bad idea bad idea i'd be taking the lion king theming too far disney too far well for lion kings they should put little crowns on all their lions oh wouldn't that be fancy it would be so fancy Okay, next story is one that really is more on the Amy end as well. She's a mom of boys, although girls are big into the Legos too. But Amy, tell us about this. Okay, so Pam, do you know they're called minifigs, but that's like the short name for mm-hmm. mini figurines that Lego has. It's all the just like the little people. Like the one that they did the, the movie about, the Lego movie. And yeah. And all these little individual Right, it's characters. just the little people. Okay. Yeah, little Lego people. Uh-huh. So Disney had before released a whole minifigure or minifig series uh-huh. of Disney characters. And now they're going to release a n- series two okay. of Disney minifigs. So my boys love the legos Mm -hmm. they're kind of growing out of that phase now but they did collect a bunch of them before they have yeah yeah i don't remember exactly which ones they have but they're gonna bring them back starting may 1st Mm -hmm. they're gonna release series number two of the disney minifigs and i'm looking right here right in the middle chip Chip and and dale yes the only thing is pam that's Uh so hard about these when you buy them because they're in like those little packages that's okay. basically you don't know what you're gonna get. Uh, They're like those surprise packages. Oh, so you can't just go and say, I want the chip right. or I want the Dale. It's like that's how What's they make the you collect them all. They're uh, like, keep buying them till you get all uh, the ones that you want. Uh, so yeah, that's a little annoying. annoying. Okay, the one I like is the classic mini. I think Ooh. that's written black and white. I love that. Yep. And then I'm spotting Edna Mode. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. And these are $3.99 each. Oh, that's a very good price. Yeah, good price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Toys R Us is closed now, but I've seen you can get them at Target, obviously the Lego store. I wonder if they might sell them at the Disney store, although I never did see these at the Disney store. Yeah, I don't know. But they also have Huey, Dewey, Louie and Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. And my boys love those too. So I don't know. We might just be collecting more minifigs. Disney's got your money. Disney's got your money. Speaking of people collecting our money... You know what's going to be collecting our money coming soon? Our our trip coming up? Well, there is that. <laughs> but collecting less of our money is going to be the release of Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. Which one we'll need to see in the theaters, of course. Coming out in June. And they've just released the first full-length trailer. I'm, I'm still caught up on the Bo Peep thing. I think it looks weird. <laughs> I saw the trailer. It looks good. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the movie. It I hits. Too. I'm looking forward to the movie. It it opens June 21st. Okay. So circle that day on your calendars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're big. I mean, we're Toy Story fans, but I don't know if we're like big enough fans to actually go on opening day. Oh, yeah. No. No. But we'll it save looks, that for Mary Poppins and yeah, Star Wars. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it looks like a good movie. Who doesn't yeah. love Toy Story? I'll give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Sounds good. And that completes our today's podcast episode of March News. Of judging the March news. Judging March news. Because we are here for all your judging news people.
for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. Spoonful out.